0: You are now listening to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. The Battle Rap Podcast of New York and the world. Follow the show on all streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Stay up to date with all of the daily news of Battle Rap culture, with all of the latest stories, reports, stats, and facts. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LTBR Podcast. Last but not least, log on to Let's Talk for exclusive content and the latest merch. Enjoy the show. All right, this is the resolution two. This is part two of the monologue recap. Uh, of course, I'm your host, France. Let's talk battle rap. If you didn't get a chance to listen to part one, we recap Chrome 23. Um, you know that event went down on Sunday, but Saturday we had a flurry of events as well. We had the resolution. We had the straight to it. The drop. The RB event. We had Don Marino A Ward. The battle. Uh, Shadi Horror made his return. All those battles will get their proper recap. Uh, Sometime this week, but right now I want to focus on resolution. There was three battles for the night This should be quick because we only had three battles first and foremost, I want to say Um something about the presentation of resolution that I didn't like right like uh, I don't know like I seen some flyers that were posted They were like had the wrong cities for like DNA and Hollow. Um, we didn't get the full lineup announcement for the card until that Monday, um, so we had like five days to know the entire card. Sharona T Top was added with two weeks prep. Kit Slade and Brandon was added, but Brandon couldn't do the battle due to personal reasons, so that got moved the week later. You know, um, I don't know. It just it just felt like that card wasn't all the way locked in or organized. And, you know, you're all those 30 plus events a year. It's it, it's very, it's difficult to watch 30 plus events a year, let alone cover 30 events a year, let alone actually host and organize and do 30 events a year. So I don't want to give them too much of a tough time, but I, I do want to say like, it I, I felt like some of the marketing efforts weren't all the way there. It felt like, you know, like a car being fully locked in and, and you say like resolution, like think about your first resolution in Atlanta at an you think about your second like it just doesn't add up to what you presented with the first like i would have just rather you had just called this fight called this car super fight you know and i would have been like all right you know because when you say resolution two i'm thinking cassidy is coming back i'm thinking a lot of big names you started off with clips and Le castro and hollow dna like I'm, I'm already seeing three top tier names in the top 20 battle rapper like i'm expecting fireworks and and i'll be honest for the three battles we got they were not not bad battles you know like three battles is a short amount of of, of a car that we're not. We're not. Most consumers, I guess, we're not satisfied with just getting three battles a night, even oh. though your your night will probably end in less than two hours, and you should be happy about that alone. But um, I don't know. I just, I just, I did feel like there was a organization. The organization kind of just lacked a bit of uh, structure with the way they delivered this event, and I'm sure in the near future, the rest of the caffeine events, that the, they will make the adjustments. But. Let's start it off, man. T-Top and Sharon, they battled off two weeks prep. Listen, man, those two are professionals, man. They're, they're constant professionals. Every single time I see T-Top, he has one of the best battles that night. He's giving me one of the best performances that night. Uh, I have no complaints. I have no complaints. T-Top was awesome. He actually brought out, I I wanna say new angles, but angles that you don't hear that often because, you know, if you don't watch sharon's battles off you RL. you probably didn't know that you know he was a scammer <laughs> you know and sharon freestyling his ass off as always like sharon's such a good freestyler like the battle was fun the battle was super duper fun i actually enjoyed it and for the fact they did that on 14 days prep i got nothing but to salute them sharon got the victory in my eyes but if you have t-top winning two of those rounds i ain't complaining i ain't complaining at all Um, easy to block captain versus a verb. All right, let's, let's have a real talk about this battle, right? Here's something I kind of don't like when you get battles and the projections of the battles, right? The prediction polls on, on from URL from caffeine, from us, from other media outlets, from the fans, all that stuff when it's overwhelmingly dominant for one person, right? And I'm talking like 80% to 20%, 85%, 15%, 90% to 10%. It creates this high level of expectation. And I want us to just, I, I just want everybody to admit it. The expectation curve is a real thing in battle rap, right? When you're projecting somebody to win a battle that clearly, that dominantly, and the other person, you're giving them little to no chance, if they even put up a fighting effort, that'll exceed the expectations that have been set for the battle, and that does shape into a lot of people's brains as like as if the battle's close, as if the battle is, is a victory. And sometimes it is, but sometimes it isn't, you know? And I don't know. I thought Verb's first round was a really good round, but it just felt like, all right, this is the first time I'm seeing Verb fully try in a long time. Verb said it himself, end quote. I haven't been this excited since the load, since the loaded lux battle, and clearly his energy, his aggression, the way his presence, the way he stepped forward, to easy. He was stepping like he put all that into into his first round for sure. And I thought he had moments. I thought he had a, a lot of good moments. the uh, The talk different. We're going to war. What the fuck is we talking for? Like that was crazy. You know what I mean? The the I pep, uh, I pet pit bulls. The sound of uh, uh, the hear me. The sound of lock doors locking and closing. Like uh, he had a lot of stuff in his first round that was good, but like I just didn't feel like it competed with the content of Easy. I know a lot of people was like, "Oh, I got Verb in the first round," and and, and you know I, I also want to say this too, right? Easy, Easy and Verb kind of reminded me of Easy and Rex, where it's like it's a win-win situation when you're battling a vet that hasn't really been himself for a long time hasn't had a high level performance in a long time because you're so dangerous right now easy easy is is hotter than fish grease they have no choice but to be the best version of themselves to try to compete with easy so you're gonna get the best version of them that we haven't seen in a handful of years easy is still at a very elite level right now so he's gonna he's still probably gonna beat that version of them too but you get the win-win because you get a vintage version of your of the vet or legend that he's battling, and you get a good easy performance. And 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 while that is a win-win for both, I still feel like if you're just looking at the content, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like the battle was competitive. I just didn't feel like the battle was competitive. Like you know what I mean? And and uh, it, it's tough, man. It's tough because like. I, I I do want to make sure Verb gets his credit for you know just even still being active in the ring thirteen years later still battling people like Easy the Black Captain, uh, thirteen years later like Verb has a track record of battling BDOT in twenty seventeen Twerk in twenty eighteen Geechee uh, uh two years ago you know what I'm saying like you can go down his resume he he battles these kind of people all the time and it's it, it's incredible but, you know when 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 Easy saying stuff like. Uh, Spider Man alarming, my gun senses heightened, clubhouse, you only get invited. Yeah, female tendencies, cause the pussy and the bitch and you be fighting. Uh C verb, hit man clean the bean, ram to the cardinals, no, you know St. Louis can't keep a team. Like <laughs> the time of death will be an intro. Like it, it, it's it's insane. It's it's literally insane to me that like some of the things that Easy is saying. But I want to talk about this actually. Uh Easy lost the coin toss went first. The top of the first round is statistically the most difficult round to win. Let me see if I get the number here, man. So, I did some research, right? On Ultimate Madness, right? Because, obviously, those are judge battles. And out of the 44 Ultimate Madness battles that took place, do you want to know what the record is for winning the top of the first round? It's it's very crazy. It's it's 7 and 37. That means out of those 44 battles, only 7 times was somebody able to secure a winning round by going first in the battle. That should let you know that that round is difficult to win because you're setting the tone for the battle and momentum, energy and effort could could literally match your content and energy. And probably give the viewers a win because that's the last thing they heard. It's it's literally the hardest round to win in a battle. And truthfully, even when I was at the Remy card, like I was noticing, like nobody was winning that round either. Yoshi lost the top of the first. Uh, Casey lost the top of the first. You know what I mean? Uh, even even hustle with an amazing top of the first. I, I I have a have a winning it, but it. it, it it was close because Couture still made it close. So uh, that's just I just want to say the top of the first round is already a difficult round to win. And I feel like psychologically, because somebody matches it, we, we feel like it's equivalent. And that's what happened with Verb. He kind of tried to match it, and everybody felt like it was equivalent. It was better, and they have him winning. I'm here to say I, I don't feel that way. Um, Easy's third round is an early all-url round contender. That third round was incredible. Um, and also I want to, I also want to burst this narrative that easy is not direct because I don't, I don't understand it. Like every other bar he's talking about verb verbs, legacy verb, uh, bragging about his Mook and Lux battle, uh, St. Louis. He's talking about hitman. He even flipped the guardian angel bar. Like what, what about all of that is not direct? I don't, I didn't understand it, but Salute to easy another, uh, Top performance for him. He'll probably be ten and all on the app real soon once that drops. The streak continues. And salute to Verb for uh, still being outside for the selective names. Also, the main event, Hollow versus DNA. <sighs> I gotta get a sip of my water for that one too. It DNA was good, man. DNA was good. You know what I'm saying? But the battle i don't want to say the battle was nasty cuz like it just it wasn't terrible right it just hollow's battles have been weird lately man i don't know i, I don't know what the solution is anymore because arguably you can say hollow beat rum in a small room and keshawn on a big stage but neither of those two performances in my opinion felt like a signature hollow performance and against rum he's like just rapping just rapping real sporadic getting all these pockets with shine he's performing he's rapping getting all these pockets with dna who i thought he would get real personal with he didn't really touch on a lot of angles that i thought he would have touched on and i'm just thinking to myself like yeah hollow's a bit chaotic with his material It's kind of all over the place and he has always kind of been that way but not always still because even then he was real structured his real calculated, he would find ways to drive home his points, right? Um, and it didn't feel that way with the DNA battle. And also him winning the coin toss and choosing to go first was strange because it's like, you know how good of a freestyle of DNA is, and DNA is definitely looking to out-rebuttal you this entire time. And Hollow, you know, talking in between DNA's rounds, getting emotional. Like, it fueled DNA, and DNA had all these mid-round rebuttals. I thought DNA's first round was amazing. Um, every other round after that in the battle, it was... It was okay, it was okay, but I definitely have DNA winning this battle. Uh, I felt like DNA was in control of the entire battle, and it never really felt like any moment Hollow snuck the momentum back to his side, if that makes sense. And I did get a chance to rewatch it. I actually thought Hollow had a lot of dope pockets. I was impressed with a lot of his material. I thought his second round was his best round. If I had to give Hollow a round, for sure I would give him the second, You know, um, but I still feel like that round is debatable too. So I don't feel like Hollow left with any clear rounds. I feel like DNA, you know, really implanted his foot at the top of the, at the bottom of the first, and never really looked back from there. You know, DNA's uh, uh, Luke Cage bar was crazy. The mid round, the mid round rebuttal with the uh, I talked to myself like the LeBron commercial. I said LeBron because it's gonna escalate the wrong way, like. Like, that shit is crazy, man. That shit is crazy that he can do that. Only a handful of guys like Awar, war Sharon, DNA, Clips. It's only like maybe even Danny. It's only like maybe like five or six guys that can really, at a high level, cut in the middle of their material, rebuttal, and get right back into it. Next, next is another guy that can do it. Not as high as level the other guys, but he has a skill set. And that skill set to me is, an, is always an amazing thing to watch just because it's like, again, not a lot of people can do it. So, DNA uh, secures his victory against Hollow the Dawn. Oh, this is a battle that I probably wish it would have happened a few years earlier, but again, the animosity wasn't there a few years earlier, so it wouldn't have made any sense uh, earlier than later. But I'm looking forward to see what DNA does next. I haven't seen him on his caffeine talking about Loaded Lux from Gnome or Summer Madness. Uh, of course, DNA is very well deserving of any play. There's not a battle on this earth that you can't say DNA is not deserving of he he's well more than well decorated uh as a as his career cementing itself still to this day to battle anybody you know what i'm saying um we'll see if the loaded lux battle goes down um but that's pretty much it man that's resolution two i can't wait to see what the champion cover says the champion cover probably probably be easy verb and dna or easy in dna you know what i mean um and uh, we did get announcements too. We did get announcements for a card at the end of uh, March, uh, March 27th in Atlanta on a Sunday. We did get Calico versus Chess that was announced. Um, the there was no name to the card, <laughs> so I actually don't know what kind of card this is yet. But we will find that out as further developments uh, get. You know, we also did get the announcement of Gichigati Gotti versus Jazz. That's that's dope too for Kings and Queens three. You know, so we got some we got some things to look forward to in the in the very near future. URL, uh, as always, they're always working. They always got something up their sleeve. So that's pretty much it, man. That's the that's my recap for resolution two, and my recap for the entire weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, man, follow the show. Let's talk Better rap. Uh, all platforms: Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Let's talk Better rap. LTBR podcast. Uh, Follow the show on all streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day.